3: All we can do really is nod our heads in disgust because this was the night that every single Kings fan was looking forward to clinching a playoff berth in front of a rocky, insane, incredible fan base. That had so much energy from beginning to end. Some people might think that it was a little bit off, but it, I, I felt like it, it was more of anxiety of trying to win the game and you felt that from the players. See, the fans feed off what the players do, okay? Let's not confuse things. and it was rough. It was just a tough night. Can you make five total three pointers? I've been harping on their defense all season long, and on nights like this, is where I kind of question how far they can go. Now I'm not going to say, "Oh, they're going to make five threes in game one of the playoffs." Or is this fixable? Absolutely. Most of the things it really boils down to defense and the small attention to detail of not allowing guys to beat you off the dribble, boxing out not overplaying, better communication on defense in the first two quarters. That matters. It's going to matter in the playoffs. You won't always be able to outscore people and you got good looks and they just miss a lot of those shots. There were some questionable calls, but that happens every game. You, You, at this point, you must be used to that. So when it comes to refereeing, I don't even want to talk about it, unless it's just super egregious, which I don't think it has been as of late. Like, yes, yeah, Sabonis had six today and Kevin had five, but that's not why they lost this game, okay? Let's focus on all the negatives. Not many positives, to be honest. Keegan tried to break the record. He was ice cold today. I felt like he had anxiety over it too. Just the whole team, they felt the pressure both the Clippers and the Suns or the Clippers and the Suns I think yeah they won today you don't clinch they're, they're going to clinch tonight would have been epic it would have been better on Saturday night but you know the anticipation though from Saturday to now was just huge I mean we all were just emotional from the very beginning from the moment we woke up rise we thank God and we said oh my gosh tonight is a night and it just didn't happen sometimes Things go that way. Sometimes you don't get what you want. Kings fans and the Kings didn't get what they wanted tonight. That's simple. It's okay. I'm not gonna say this, this was a good loss, let's learn from it because I felt like that with the Bucks. it wasn't a good loss against the Celtics, but teams like that that are much better than you, you're okay with those losses, but when you lose to a team that's on the back-to-back and you've lost to them a few weeks ago in the Minnesota Timberwolves, that's hard. Like, you gotta be better about this type of stuff, man. Being meticulous about how you approach the game matters. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. I didn't even want to see those sick like I was like, man, I didn't even want to waste my energy to walk down there. I'm just gonna do it up here. Obviously, it's not the best for lighting because I didn't, I didn't bring the lights, but it is what it is, man. I want to talk to you guys, though, because y'all know how I feel. I've been harping on this. I don't know why the hell Edwards was on the bench. Malik Monk once again. The guy I keep talking about being the X Factor for the Kings was just awful tonight. They gave Alex Lund a chance today. He looked better than Metu. I mean, he wasn't great, but he looked better than Metu. At, at least defensively, he did. Offensively, yeah, you, you kind of expect that from Alex Len. but let's be honest, he, he was not as bad as Metu has been. Metu would have got destroyed he's gotten destroyed, like we've seen that. So, but we'll keep talking about it, man. Let me address some of you guys real fast. How's everybody doing? Justin Snyder, bad loss, 100%, bro. 100%, my brother. Just terrible. Emerald Wolves are killers, cold-blooded. They didn't care, bro. Nice job, roughly on Woods. This game was just a bad loss. About to Fox one ghost mode in the fourth. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't great today. He wasn't great today. Well said. The life of me, I cannot figure out the infuriation Brown has with, Monk, or the infatuation, sorry. Brown has with Monk versus TD. They're the same exact player. Monk gets 25 minutes at and nine, TD gets DMPs. And when Monk has been off of five straight games, I'll say this, Cody, they are not the exact same player. Monk is leaps and bounds better than TD. With that said, Monk has been incredibly inconsistent during a lot of stretches this season. And he's been incredibly excellent as well. Like He's been up and down. But I would say he's had more ups and downs this year. It happens when you're a six-man type of player. TD doesn't compare to his ball handling, especially to his playmaking. Malik Mok is an elite playmaker. The analytics show it. The film shows it. There's, there's nothing to dispute there. TD is nowhere near that level of playmaking, like nowhere near that level. He, TD is a turnover machine. Without even Malik is trying to make plays, So sometimes I'll give him a, a pass, but TD is looking for himself the whole time that's the big difference between those two players. TD is just bad. Like, let's be honest. If he's not on, he's just, he's just a liability out there. So no, they're, they're not the same players. And I'm incredibly harsh on Malik because I expect a lot from him. But when we compare those two players, Malik is a lot better. Like, TD is just who he is, TD. Like, he's a guy that can, at times, come in, give you energy, get you buckets. But you don't expect that all the time from him. That's just how I feel about him. That's just what he's shown his entire career. Like it's historically speaking, that's what he's done. So felt the wolves would be would give us a run for our money. Yeah, I mean they're be. Oh, appreciate that. No, that's good, that's good, that's good, that's good. That's perfect, perfect. Gives you more light. <laughs> Gives me more light. Um thought the wolves would give us a run for their money. Was think was Keegan overthinking it? I think he was. If I'm being completely honest. I I do think he was overthinking it. That's just me. Now I'm a little bit over overexposed. Let me let me let me change it just a little bit down. Get just a little bit down. Thirty-two. Let me see. Okay, that's better. That is much better. Appreciate the lighting. That helped. We had the uh, curtains here um, blocked off, so huh, at least the shot looks better now, huh? <laughs> I appreciate you guys being patient. Pressure on Kinky was to break the record. Yeah, it, it was tough, man. If he makes that three, though, the Kings are in business. They're down by three with 30, what, two seconds left. And who knows? You put the pressure on the team. The are missing free throws. I covered. <laughs> I covered. I, I had the Kings plus seven and a half, and they were down by 10. And then I had them plus five and a half, maybe like, three minutes before that as well. I, I jumped the gun on five and a half, and I got lucky with Fox hitting that last shot, but that was tough. I, I, I felt like made way the third quarter that the team wasn't gonna win the game. The fourth quarter confirmed it, especially early. I was just like, this team just doesn't, just doesn't have it right now. I think at one point they were stuck like at three or four three-pointers and they ended up making five, but it was just tough. It's just a bad loss. It's just one of those nights, man you throw the tape away? No, I feel like you've got to continue to harp on their defense, continue to harp on their approach, being meticulous about how they do things. That matters. So, and we'll look at it right now. I, I don't want you to think that, oh, I'm talking out of my butt. Like, I don't know what I'm saying. No, we, we all saw it tonight. Like, too many times you get beat and you just exposed Sabonis to foul trouble. Sabonis was just in foul trouble, you know? Kudos to Alex Lane for not playing all season long and staying mentally tough and mentally prepared. But the reality is, he's just not in game shape like that. Like to come in, same with Rashawn, like those two guys haven't played. So my expectations for those two guys offensively is not high because they're not going to do well. Right? When we talk about defense, though, it's a whole different story. You don't want to be a liability out there continually getting beat all the time. Like, that can't happen. Shemezi Metzger gets beat a lot. Every time you spares a bonus, what, seven to 12 minutes a night? Like, you got to be able to at least hold your own defensively. Just be out there setting screens, being a good teammate, trying to get offensive rebounds, the little things. And right now, that's a position of weakness, right? That's just what it is. The fifth foul on Herter killed a lot of momentum. He was the only dude who looked like he could hit a three. See, he finished with... He was three of five. Yeah, I mean, he made... He made more than half of them. <laughs> Keegan had 1, Fox had 1. Fox had 29. Kevin had 13. Monk had 12, 04. He was 4 4 from the free throw line, but Oh man, it's tough. You know, I I can keep on harping about all this stuff, but it, it's it just sound like a broken record. I do want to get to the HP interview. I know he spoke after the game. Um, we'll we'll play that in just a few moments. I want to highlight something real fast. Actually, I don't. So let's, let's 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 watch that. Uh, I am interested to see what HP had to say about this. Let's see. Okay, here we go. A huge shout out to Medici Sacramento right across the Golden One Center. Top place to go get some pizza and some drinks. Their drinks are amazing. The cocktails are amazing. They got a mixologist in house just making amazing drinks before and after games. It is truly, truly a spot to be. If you love pizza, you won't have any better pizza in this city. I guarantee, you, I put my name, my credibility behind that because Mr. Sacramento is the best when it comes to pizza, man. Italian, Napoleon style pizza. It is truly amazing, man. I'm, I'm gassing just to, I'm, I'm like, fast out about that pizza. Like, they got the Birra pizza, they got the Mango habanero shrimp pizza. Like, those are my two top favorites. And obviously, you can't go wrong with a double pep. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty damn good, but. Play this interview with Mr. Harrison. Barnes. Their
2: defense that slowed you guys down, or you guys just feel like you your offense grinded to a halt for some reason tonight? No, I mean I just think that um,
1: you know they just got too comfortable to begin the game. Um, I don't think we brought the level of physicality that we needed to, and we took advantage of it. Overall, just given the circumstances, um, just how disappointing was it tonight? I mean, like I said, uh, this morning. Actually, you know, we got eight games. Are you ready for the playoffs? Um, you know, obviously, you know, missed opportunity for us tonight to to get this game, but you know, season continues on. In what ways do their does their length bother you guys? And and is it is there a silver lining in that there are things to learn from the way they defended you tonight that you can take forward? I mean, obviously, um, you know, kind of similar to, you know, if you're playing Memphis or if you're playing Utah, you know, they're going to try to funnel things to the big. But like I said, I think for us, um, you know, our our defense, um, like I said, just allowing them to, you know, trying to have their way, score the ball, us taking the ball out the net every single time, you know, not getting it out in transition, not capitalizing on that, and just playing just as freely as we do, I think we were kind of slowed down, bogged down, and, um we didn't have a lot of assists tonight, so you know, just as a whole, you know, you learn from it and you get better.
0: Yeah, you guys struggled on the glass early in the game and then that number kinda evened out, but they got some big offensive rebounds at the end there. What were you seeing that led to that? I mean it's just it's just gang rebounding. I think you
1: know that um anytime, you know, their guards get downhill, Domas rotates or the big, you know, gets off Rudy. Um, you know, we have to we have to crack back and you know, I think their wings do a good job of rebounding. Jaden McDaniels, um, Kyle Anderson, um, you know, so for us, you know, not only tonight, but just moving forward, I mean, we have to know that those, those possessions...
3: That's tough, man. Real quick. He took Keegan over two and a half threes. That tells you a lot about how insane odd makers are. Like to only be two and a half threes when the record was four. That, and I didn't even know about that spread. That line should tell you it, it was going to be an under. Just because he's been shooting the ball so hot that it, it was like the biggest no brainer, right, to take an over. And I'm sure the majority of the public took the over two and a half threes. But to only make one, oh my God, Vegas is not built on winners, bro. They're built on losers. That's an incredible line. Thanks for sharing. And I, I apologize. Or I, I, I feel for you for losing, but holy cow. Sometimes. Spreads tell you everything about what's going to happen. And I hate to, when I see a spread, I'm like, oh, fudge. You know what I mean? I'm just like, Vegas knows something. <laughs> the fix is in, um, but no, let's, uh, let's continue.
1: Sessions are gonna be big for us, especially if we play, you know, 23 seconds of defense. We did, um, obviously it didn't play happen the tonight, but the I mean you guys still have six games left. I mean what, what like um, what's it going to mean games. when you do, G- given your history here, how significant is this season to get over this hump? I mean, I think you know it's just, it's just changing the mindset of if it's not just trying to clinch and then the season's over. you know everything for us, like I said, it's continuing to just get better every single game. I think we, you know we have aspirations of a of a good postseason, so for us it's it's focusing on that and just keeping it one game at a time. Um, like I said, tonight was a missed opportunity, but, you know, we have another game in a couple of days and it's me be better for that. Harrison, you mentioned not having uh, a bunch of assists tonight. How, how big of a factor is that in, in the three-point shooting and, and how much does yeah, all you gotta um, do um, is the, the pace impact, impact your, your ability to get those looks from, from distance that you like? I mean, we, we got looks. I mean, they didn't drop, but I just think, you know, in general, you know, when we're playing our style of basketball, um... You know, assists are generated just, just off the flow of the offense. And I think that for us, um, that starts with our pace, just our ability to get up and down the floor, our ability to, to move the basketball and tonight we were just we were just slow, so part of that is taking the ball off the net every single time, but another part of that is just, you know, mentally, you know, fighting through that, you know, when shots aren't falling as easily as they have been, um just continue to find ways to win. I know this is just
0: another game for you guys, but It's there-
3: a great point. Cody just brought up. Very old trends. We meet them in the playoffs, the first round with Cat back. Is there any actual adjustment this team can make for uh, to account for being outside or just. Or are they're, they just going to have to outscore them? Yeah. I'm just going to have to outscore them, man. They don't match up well against Minnesota. They don't match up well against the length. I will say it's not as pretty when Cat is in there because it just doesn't work with two guys occupying so much of the of, of the middle and even though cat likes to shoot those shots it's not as as i guess efficient as you would like for it to be if you're a wolf fan but it's going to be a challenge on the glass because you're going to have to match up with them you, you might have to play two bigs <laughs> against them you know it, Rashawn and. Like, I would consider playing Rashawn and Sabonis. Like, it's. It's, it's gonna be tough. You, you might have to grind it out, but. Yeah, I mean, it, it's tough. I, I would want to see what they look like in these last seven games in terms of the Timberwolves see how their offense flows, see how their defense is. Kat's not very good defensively. Obviously, Rudy wipes a lot of their mistakes away because he's such a gifted shot blocker, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. Like, if you put Trey Lyles out there, right? Trey Lyles probably cooks Kat off the dribble. He's gonna probably fall for his pump fake and He's gonna get to the rim. So, do you match up with it that way? Like, oh, and I know I would, and I said they would be the T Wolves. But man, after seeing the last two matchups tonight and then the last game, I don't know anymore. Like, their length is—it's really bothersome for the Kings. So we'll see what happens there, man, but let's, 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 Is there part. any
0: aspect of it being disappointed when clearly the fan base was so excited to potentially clinch tonight and also being able to experience that in front of your home crowd?
1: For sure. I mean, you know, like I said, the fans have been great all season. They've been great since I've been here. So obviously, you know, it's disappointing for them, but you know, as a team, um, like I said, our focus is just continuing to get better every single day. And while this was a missed opportunity for a lot of different reasons, um, you know, we will continue to press forward.
3: You got to continue to press forward. It's the only way in life, man. Shout out to my brother, man, you in Mexico right now. Enjoy your time. Pictures look amazing. Hope you're having a great time with the girls. Happy birthday to my goddaughter, baby Lizzie, and obviously to my sister-in-law, Elizabeth. So, y'all have a great time in Mexico. We did not light the beam tonight. Obviously, you hear it in my voice. It's it's, it's disgusting. Like, anticipation was huge for tonight. They just couldn't get the job done. It's really that simple. But hey, it happens. Don't worry, we'll get the vibe uh, the vibe back playoff game. One, it's gonna be lit. No question. I, I'm not gonna allow this to ruin the first game of the playoffs. So the first game of the playoffs gonna be epic. It's gonna be a party. It's gonna be something you never forget, because after 16 years of misery, that first game is going to mean so much to this entire city, from almost losing, to the, almost losing the team, to still experiencing bad ownership, bad leadership, to now correcting a lot of those mistakes and putting a good product on the floor, to where fans are proud to call themselves Kings fans again, and it's just, it's it's been so fun this year. Obviously there's been a few games where you're just like, what the hell just happened? But for the most part, it's been an amazing year and you can't take that away. Like you still gotta enjoy the moment and live in the present because we can look f- ahead. That could be a mistake because you gotta try to fix these mistakes now. Like Harrison said, you still got seven games or eight games. I don't know what the number is, but you gotta try to approach those games like every, every single one's a playoff game because you really are preparing for the playoffs. Like, it's not gonna be easy, whoever you face in the first round. Uh, we can't sit here and say, oh, we got championship pedigree, we're gonna beat everybody. Like, that's not the case. Everybody wants to face the Kings because they don't have any experience. They don't have a lot of experience in these moments. And we saw it tonight. We saw it tonight. Like, they couldn't seize the moment. Now the hope, if we're optimistic, our perspective, our point of view can be, well, hopefully they, they learn from this. That's all you really can hope for. That's just, a, that's just the truth. <laughs> the pessimistic side of things is, damn, they choked. <laughs> okay, so there, there's two sides to this coin. Which side are you on? Drop a comment below. Oh. It's a waiting for Brown to put in Holmes. Me too, man. Me too. You were the GM in the offseason. What trade would you make to improve his defensive presence? I would throw a lot of money at McDaniels, who put up some good numbers and made some tough shots tonight. I mean, the kid's getting better. He's gotten better every single season. And he's, he's a stud. Um, We'll come back to that one. We'll come back to that one. This team has to start playing better at home, period. But give give the T Wolves credit, no doubt. They were tough tonight. Question and don't come for me, but could we all get Dwight or DMC back backup, maybe for intimidation at least? Well, I don't think anybody is scared of DMC if I'm being completely honest. I don't think the negatives outweigh the positives, so I wouldn't touch DMC. But in terms of Dwight, that's a physical presence, a guy that fouls you super hard, that sets amazing screens, that is an elite shot blocker still. That sounds like something that they would need. DMC, complete opposite in terms of defense, just awful defensively. I wouldn't even consider it if I'm being honest with you guys. And that has nothing to do with with our history. I, I just don't think he fits his team at all. So I would say, uh, as far as way possible, in terms of Dwight, if you want a a fresh look, something different, he does provide that. Now, in the playoffs, where they scout you very well and they know all your weaknesses, they're going to expose him in the pick and roll, um, depending on who you face in that first round. If you face Golden State, Curry going to kill him. So all they're going to do is just bring him into a pick and roll every single time, and just hope that he can do his best on the perimeter. Uh, you know, if he played drop drop coverage, which I guess you can hide some of that uh, inability to to play lateral defense there. But the reality is, Steve Kerr is so intelligent, and that staff is ready for the counter. I mean, they've they've seen it all, so. In the playoffs, man, where everything is highlighted and, and and just maximized, like it's it's not like people see things and they and, and they think it's two K or or they see things on paper and it's like oh my god, like I think this might work, but it it's not that easy, you know. It's just not. But that's what I think, man. That's what I think. Let's take a look at what Fox had to say after the game. Let's see. Oh, Mike's Mike talked. Fox talked. Very short.
0: Fox, where, where did you just see that one kind of get out of hand for you guys? Um, we weren't able to get stops when we needed, but. Uh when we also shot 18% from three. So,
1: and, and just how disappointing was it as a group for you guys, knowing just kind of the
0: circumstances of tonight? Um, I mean, we lost the game. It's not, it's not the end of the world. Aaron, what, what can you do to,
1: I guess, play at the pace that, that you guys need to play at when a team like Minnesota is
0: playing the defense that
1: they're playing and, and they're being pretty good about not turning the ball over?
0: Uh, it starts with just getting getting stops. I mean, obviously, we, we try to run um, after makes, but um, it's much easier to run after after getting a stop. So it's not always about just, you know, uh, making them turn the ball over, but um, we have to just find a way to come up with stops and, and get a defensive rebound, and it'll be much easier
2: to run. De'Aaron, you had 20 in the first half. Uh, what did they do to slow you down in the second half, and did the spacing go away with uh, the three ball not falling?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean... I mean, that's a long team. They, you know, started to fill gaps more, um, didn't leave guys on an island. So, um, you know, I feel like the help defense was a lot better in the second half than it was in the first.
3: It was. Dear, now you have the chance
0: of doing this on the road. Is it frustrating that you won't be able to do it with the fans and be able to see the reaction? Um, I don't think it's frustrating clinching a playoff spot, even if we're in a different country. So, nah.
3: Obviously, the right thing would have said, Yeah, I would love the fans to see it. But he feels the pressure. Um, I don't really blame him for that. And I know some fans are going to get on him for that. I already can see people talk about it. It's like, obviously, it does suck not being able to do it tonight. But he's right. If you look at it from a 16 year drought and closing it in Mexico, closing it in Colombia, closing it in Japan, like, it doesn't matter. And he's being a smart ass about it, but it's, 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 he's not wrong. But again, the right thing would have been, yeah. Yeah, it it sucks, man. I I wish the fans would have experienced it here at home. Just that simple. It really is. But he's not wrong. Like, that's just one of those things. Like, he's frustrated. You can see in his tone, you see in his body language. He wanted to get it done tonight. Trust me on that. <laughs> like, he wanted to get it done tonight. HB talked about a little
1: about the pace. I mean, did you see how much did that kind of disrupt what you guys were looking to do offensively, um, maybe not being as, as quick as, as usual?
0: I mean, we have to be better defensively. I think that's where it starts. Um, like I said, we, we run pretty well after makes, but um, when you're playing a team like that who's a really good half-court team, uh, you have to be able to get stops to to get out and run, and just try to get them out in transition.
3: The Mavericks would be a great master for the
0: Kings,
1: Daron. There was a lot of anticipation and, and build up for this game. Did you guys did you guys kind of share in that? Did you do you have that same sense of anticipation for tonight?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, guys wanted to um, guys wanted to clinch a playoff spot at home, um, and wanted to share it with our fans. But like I said, at the end of the day. Um, Regardless of where we where we do it at, I think it's going to be people are going to be appreciative and people are going to love it. So, as you've said a couple
1: times, it doesn't matter sort of when or where you clinch. I mean, you've been here longer than just about anybody. What what
0: it, what will it mean when that happens? Um, given I mean, given your history here, I think it's big for 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 myself for the fan base. Um, Obviously, you know, not being in playoffs for 16 years, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a big deal. But um, like I said before, it's it's a step into um, it's a step closer to To making your, your, your true goal and, a, and every competitor wants to win a championship. And that's just one step that you have to take to get there Yeah, I, I think it was At least the amount, amount of like triples you guys have knocked Cutting down in the game Is there any aspect of like ball movement or shot selection that stood out to you there? Or is it as simple as shots not going down? I, mean, I think there were times where they took away the three, but I also think um, we missed a good amount of open threes tonight. Um, we didn't shoot as many as 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 uh, as we want to, but um, like I said, I think they just did a good job of being able to take the three away.
3: Yeah. Let's see what Mike. <laughs>
2: Um, Give Minnesota credit, man. They they came in there and uh, came in here and did a fantastic job. Um, I mean, I start with the kid, Jaden McDaniels. Uh, We had no answer for him to start the game. And uh, the way he started uh, the game offensively uh, helped him get a lot of confidence as well as helped his team get a lot of confidence. So great game by him. Uh, and then they just had other guys uh, like uh, Nas Reed, who's always been a, a handful of us, step up and, 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 and play big for them. The kid Jalen Noel came off the bench and played extremely well. And when you get those types of contributions, you know, as well as Conley going six of eight from the floor, when you get those types of contributions from your, your quote-unquote role players and a top. Tough ball game and makes it tough, but uh, I give them a lot of credit for the way they came out uh, and, and aggressively took it to us on the offensive end of the floor by scoring, and and then defensively, I thought they were really good too. Uh, they pushed out on our three uh, on our uh, three-point shooters. Their length their length is is really good. Uh, they, they they made us rush. Uh, quite a few threes um, that 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 made it tough, uh, you know. And our guys, uh, you know, the one thing we we did really well well was um, you know we only had two turnovers in the second half.
3: Yeah. So, so, so to his point, let's take a look at some of the things that he's talking about. Right when quote unquote the other guys uh, didn't do their their job per se. Let's switch it here. Okay. McDaniels. 39 minutes, 8 of 15, 1 of 4 from beyond yard, 3 of 4 from the free throw line. Two boards, two assists, two steals, 20 points. It's going to get the job done, man. This kid. He is, oh, 23? He's 22. He's 22 years old. He's not 23 until the next season in September. Uh, he'll be 23 by the time season rolls. So 12 and four and two so far this year, 50% from the, from the field, he's shooting damn near 40% from the three. He's getting $18 million, bro. Like, I don't see how he doesn't get $18 million. At bare minimum, he gets 16 per Bare minimum. This kid is good. He came out of Washington, 28th pick from the Lakers. I think he got traded um, from the Lakers to the Timberwolves. His brother's also, his brother's also solid. So it's just he's just a really good basketball player, and he showed it tonight. It, his his level of shot making is much improved. If you talk about his shot making from last year just to this year, the level of improvement is just insane. Like it's crazy. So He just had a great game, man. Like he really did. Kings should just kick the tires and OG again in the off season. Also, Kings need to get drumming. Drummond sucks, let's be honest. Um, will you be at the Mazers Kings game?
0: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs>
3: I'd like to meet you, I'll be behind the Kings bench. Those are great seats, bro. Yeah, man, just come down section 105, halftime or after the game and you say, what's up, man? Chop it up, talk some Kings basketball. Yes, sir, oh, that answer right there frustrated me, kind of, but I don't care. I just want to get to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I figured. Hunk's always been smart, Alec, I, I like my boy, though. Um, I was not making the playoffs, sheesh. Who knows? They got two superstars on the team. And you know, y'all know, know how the NBA rolls. Like, they want superstars. Like, that's just the way it is. Luca won a trade. I don't think, I think Mark Cuban finds a way to make him happy and try to put the best talent that he can. He, he, he tried to do it, obviously giving up Dory Smith and picks, but it's, it's tough because they have yet to address defensively their center position. Obviously, they they traded for Wood, and that experiment hasn't really worked out. I don't think they even see eye to eye when it comes to. Look, if you just look at box score numbers, you you would think he's a beast, right? But. The way Jason Kidd approaches the game, he's defensive minded and he wants guys that are able to switch and just be solid overall, defensively. Kleba does that, Powell does that. Obviously both of those guys to me are backups. And then Wood has that offensive versatility that would make him a starter as, but he's been so bad on defense that they never want to start him. So, and honestly, I don't even think they have a, 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 they don't have a choice if we're being honest because you got to put the best talent out there and he's definitely their best big whether he sucks on defense or not like they just got to roll with it he spreads out the floor I don't know what he shot this year so far but he's a guy that has the upside to to be that stretch that pick and pop type of guy and it's been uh it's been an interesting situation for Christian Wood and the Mavericks. Luca and Sakura would be cool. He's not coming here. He's not coming here. Curry will leave before Luca, I think. Yeah, I, that would happen way before Luca would leave. 100% there. 100% there. Make sure you guys hit the like button, man. It, would, it really helps out the algorithm. Um, and that just wish more of you guys, you know, show up to the live streams. A lot of you guys watch the 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 stuff after as well, so I appreciate you guys for that. But you know. I would love to talk to you guys that are on the live stream right now. I'm gonna put the link in, in, the, in the chat. You guys can click it, call in. I would love to hear what you guys think, man. Uh, just, just chop it up with you guys, man. It's, it's easy. You click it, you pop on the screen, and we chop it up for a little bit, man. I'd love to hear you guys. Just click that, that link and it should pop you up. It, it'll give me notification that you're on, and I just put you on the screen. It's tough. All right, let's go back. I actually want to see the standings. Let's check the standings real fast. The Kings are still five games ahead in the last column from the Phoenix Suns. And uh, yeah, like they're going to clinch number three is just the idea of ending a drought and doing this in a special night. Like it's going to happen. It more than likely happens on Wednesday, but you know, Tough loss. And as Mike Brown said, you got to give kudos to to, to the the T Wolves because they came in, they were locked in. You saw from the very beginning, right? Like it was energized. Kings fans were into it. Like there wasn't an empty seat in the building. And you saw Anthony Edwards was pumped. He was pumped and he was doing a little handshake with Mike Conley. And Mike Conley had a hell of a game. And Anthony had, had an okay game, I would say. Like not a not a great, not like an Anthony Edwards type of game. I, I, I felt like he missed a lot of free throws tonight. The the cookie crumble uh, free throw thing, they almost got him. But he he missed the first free throw on three different occasions. And I had recorded like, oh my God, he's gonna miss it. He never did. So I thought that was funny. But yes, as of right now, Minnesota is a six seed. And that would be facing the Kings. So, the Kings fans, you guys want Minnesota in the first round. That's just the question. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's what you want. Not but bro. Seven rebounds from Drummond off the bench with the physical presence in the paint. He sucks though. Like, like, he don't play any defense. Like, he's an awful defender. As a matter of fact, let's, let's bring up this man right now bro let's let's bring him up they, they did not the Bulls play today Bulls lost right okay Andre Drummond 14 minutes eight rebounds 11 points cool beans like he's always done this no one, no one is questioning that he can rebound the basketball. He's been one of the elite rebounders in our game for a long time. But he does other shit that just bugs you. Like, his feel for the game is just terrible. When you actually, wa- there's a reason why he has bounced around so many teams, why the Lakers didn't even want him. Like, And they need somebody to play with AD. Because A.D. don't like to play center. He's, and he's played with the Sixers. was was he playing with the Sixers? Like, who, who did he just play with before the Bulls? Was it the Nets or the Sixers? It was the Sixers, I think. Matter of fact. Matter of fact, let's see. Matter of fact, let's, let's find out. Why is it so hard? Uh, Stats. Yeah, he played for both, Sixers and the Nets. Look at that. Like, he he has been one of the most empty stat players I have ever seen in my life. Box score, empty calories, top of player, bro. He's not a winning player, period. He's just not, he's just not. Like, there's a reason why he plays 12, 13 minutes a game. <laughs> like, on the Bulls, on a bad team. You can't make this up. Like, yeah, he's a great rebounder. No one's denying that. But you have guys like Alex Len, Rashawn Holmes, that can grab you empty stat rebounds, too. Like, he he just he's just a liability on defense like if you put him in the pick and roll it's barbecue chicken every single time it's the bonehead things that he does when he has the ball he can't pass the ball let me see what his turnovers are like he averages 1.9 there are seasons where he averaged 3.6 3.6 2.0, 3.2, 1.6, 2.0, 3.2, 1.6, as a center, like, he's just a bonehead player. He's that dude that you stay, that has all the physical gifts to be great, but he's just not. I'm sorry. Like, he, like he's just not. It's like when the Kings go to a zone, seem to settle uh, settle in. Should they start the game in a zone and force teams to hit shots? hurt a Fox fly by, close outs, because of foul trouble. So what happened today, I would say what I noticed is, they try to help on, on Rudy Gobert, but they weren't very good at it because then they would run out and close out too late, and then they would lose containment <laughs> on Rudy Gobert, and that's how you lose the rebounding battle, and how you get, and how you allow so many offensive rebounds. So that's tough. Like there's just a lack of communication and attention to detail where you don't all gang rebound, and you just lose those battles. Like you allow, I don't know what it was, 12, 13 offensive rebounds. Like that's that's a lot. I'll take the Clippers over the T-Wolves. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he for sure played the Pistons forever. I'm just saying, like, as of late, what teams did he play for? The Lakers, the Sixers, the Nets, and the Bulls. Sort of four teams that didn't want him. And it's not like he's commanding 10 million per year. Like, he, he's on a vet minimum. Like, that should tell you everything you need to know about Andre Drummond and how the league views him. Like, fans fall in love with box score numbers. That's all he is. He's an empty calories player. That's just what he does. Like, no thanks. It, it, it doesn't matter, bro. Like, it, and, and we don't know if he'll, and he'll get you eight rebounds just because he doesn't get the playing time. But that, it, that's irrelevant right now. Those eight rebounds in the context of the flow of the game will not translate to wins or to being that efficient player that you need him to be. Like, he's not it, bro. He's just not it. I'd rather have Dwight Howard, and I not even really like Dwight Howard, but at least Dwight Howard has proven to win the championship. Like, and and be a huge impact player in that championship run in the bubble. Like, he was huge for them. So, yeah, with Andre Drummond, man, I, I hard pass. Hard pass. You say he doesn't need to be doing a lot here. He he don't got to be doing a lot in Chicago either. Like he didn't have to be doing a lot in Brooklyn either. Like think about who we had in Brooklyn, bro. KD, James Harden, Kyrie Irving. Why didn't it work out with Andre Drummond? I mean, was he was was he hurt? Like. Yeah, I mean, he only played 24 games. Why didn't they keep him? <laughs> he uh, he played six. He averaged six points. Like, again, his rebound numbers are, are insane. Like, that's just what he does. But he can't find a way to stick on a team, bro. He's been on four different teams. Like, that should tell you everything about a player. I'm sorry. Okay, drumming got a Cool. Point is, he played with great players. That was my point. My point doesn't get negated at all. If that's what they needed, why didn't they, like, why did they choose Klax over him? And Clax has gotten abused by Zaboni. Like, that. that's, and Klax, Klax ain't even... Clocks even rebound the ball well? Let us see, man. Let's see. Clocks is averaging 9.2 reruns a game. Drummond's a better rebounder than Clocks, But Clocks does other things to impact the game. He don't be committing boneheaded plays. Like, I'm sorry, bro. It's just, it's, it's not even that... I'm right, and you're wrong. It's just that the whole league views him that way. He's just an empty-calorie player. The whole league views him that way. That's that's a fact, not an opinion. And it's a fact because he's been bouncing from team to team because he can't stick. Like, you would think a guy that's such a great rebounder would stick on a team, but he can't. I'm sorry. He just can't. So, get back to this. ESPN, man. It's such an outdated app. Another guy in slow mo. He had 15 points tonight, Uh, uh, 11 assists. Huge game, by the way. Huge game, by the way. The guy is literally slow motion. I mean, you know what he wants to do, yet he still does it. That'll make no sense to me. I I don't get it. It it, it bugs me. But guys, just he does whatever he wants. Like it's crazy to see that. And and then Rudy Gobert has 16 points and six rebounds. Let's go get the job. Then he had four assists. He only missed four shots today. Six of different for doing. That's a good game for him. That's a real good game for him. I'm interested to see what it's going to look like long term with Cat though. Like I really am. They're 39-37. They're probably going to make the play in that worse. And they're a candidate to face the Kings in the first round, man. It, and their defense is going to get tougher. Their defense is going to get better. Nas Reed, arguably the best offensive backup center in 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 the league. I'm trying to think of somebody else that's better than him offensively. Like the guy is, he's relentless, man. Two five from beyond the arch, seven to twelve, 18 points. They they really do struggle um, with guys like that. Noel in transition, I mean, he had 14 points in 16 minutes. That's crazy, man. Like that, that can't happen. I can feel the Kings. That just can't happen, man. My goodness. 14 points in 16 minutes. Klax is the player type of, bro, stop. He ain't that good defensively, stop it. That's ridiculous. And no, you're wrong. Klax is not on the rookie deal. Like Clax got paid I don't know if it's like 10 mil or 11 mil per season. I forget what the number was. Holmes, empty-calorie player, in 11 million per year. He can't be empty-calorie if he don't play. I mean, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying he's better. I'm saying Andre Drummond's not the answer. Like, he's just not. I'd just say double down even more offensively by acquiring DeMar DeRozan in the offseason. <laughs> That'd be fun, huh? Um, did this game just highlight the failure <coughs> money to bring up in the rebounder at the deadline? I mean, Mason Plumlee was there for you. That guy's a winner. A guy that can pass the ball. That's a Walmart version of a bonus. Like, that's, that's what you needed. You you find a way to not get the job done. That makes no sense to me, but it happened. And the Clippers got him. Drummond is better than who? Claxton. Let's see. Nick Claxton. I could have swore he signed. I I I, th- I thought he signed a four-year, forty million dollar deal. Who signed that deal then? That's crazy. I really thought he had signed. A two years, 17 million It's 18. I don't know why I thought he, he had signed. I mean, I mean I'm close. He makes 85 and 87 as opposed to 10. I'm pretty close. Point is, he's not on the rookie scale. Rookies don't make eight, eight, uh, $8.5 million. That's my point. Uh, do, you think uh, do you think we're first on exit? I live in Texas and I tell people, I'm just happy that we're in the playoffs after 16 years. It depends, man, it, it, just, it just depends on who you face like I had no doubts about Minnesota and after watching them tonight I'm starting to doubt if they face Minnesota that could be the wrong master for them I I hope I'm wrong and it's just one game where they made amazing adjustments to where they took they they made it very tough on De'Aaron in the second half they closed out all the spaces for him they adjusted you know, even their threes were kind of tough, but the Kings are notoriously known for struggling against length, and Minnesota has a lot of length. Drummond is better than Alex Lynn. <sighs> I mean, if that's your barometer of Alex Len, then I don't even I don't mean, think we should be talking basketball, bro. like Nunez is not very good, but too is not either at the center position. The only guy that's been actually good at basketball has been Rashawn Holmes, and that was two years ago. Can you find that player in, now, after everything that's transpired in the last two years? Like, that's what we do know, right? We know Rashawn was a top 10 shot blocker. You know Rashawn Sean put up 14 and 8. Like, if he get half of that and he's not a liability on defense, but he was their best defender two years ago, there's something there. Like, the switchability is good. So we know he's done it. Now it's a matter of Mike Brown, for whatever reason, has him in the doghouse. I think it's personal, like I really do. I've uh, been on record saying that Metu um, has literally been just awful, awful defensively. I mean, we break down the film all the time. And it, Alex Slan or Holmes can't be worse, or even Drummond. Those three guys can be worse than Metu defensively. Like, Metu is the standard of just being bad at the five. Again, he's not a five. Like, that's just where they put him at. Like, he's, he's a stretch four that can't stretch. That's what Metu is. The last time I saw him at, uh, Rashawn Holmes play, he had a double-double, albeit against a bad Laker team, but that's what he had. Like, if, he, if we want to talk about stats, Take that stat, he, 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 he got a double-double the last time he started this season. Let that sink in. So if you're so into stats and the Kings won the game. Holmes hasn't been able to play on the playoff roster. Uh, that's the same argument I would use to counter you anti-drum takes is better than Holmes, according to Mike Brown. Well, ap- apparently the tape and the way defense feasts against Metu, apparently Mike Brown is, is wrong and has been wrong, It's and it's okay. Like, no coach is perfect. Some guy, and again, he plays on on the Nigeria team. That's his guy. It's okay to be wrong too. Well, Mike Brown's not perfect by any means. I mean, he, he's been out-coached plenty of times this year. Like, let's call it the way it is. He has. They play Alexan, and I wonder why they don't play him versus certain teams. If Rashawn stops tripping over his own feet, he could be a factor. But it's an only dunk. Rashawn played the last game, but got blocked twice. Well, he did get blocked against one of the best shot blockers in basketball. Um. He's, he's in the 99 percentile of rebounding and both offensive and defensively, yet he can't stick on any team. Find out why, bro. Why Mike Brown's obviously been on the bench and not helping Mike challenging those controversial calls? Mike is, God, he's pissed me off this year when it comes to challenges. He be challenging some silly things. I mean, like, why are you challenging that? He's been bad with challenges this year. I'll be honest; like, he's infuriated me so many times. I'm like, why are you challenging that? It makes no sense. Like it's like it's made no sense whatsoever on so many occasions. Let's. You know, got buy bias. I think Drummond would have fit here. You don't. It is what it is. I tell you what, Mike. Would 100% prefer Nas, a smaller center type of backup center? Yeah, I mean he's he's what he wishes meant to was, right? The I would say the difference is it's just that Nas is relentless. Like he's just a relentless player. He has that uh what the hell is his name? That right from the Clippers and and the and the Sixers now mantras Arrow. Like he has that Montreus Harrow attitude. Like he plays like there's no tomorrow. And you just love that, right? Like you just You just love that for sure. Everyone has their biases, but I'm I'm posing the question, why has he bounced around if he's and he is so elite when it comes to Rumming, but why has he bounced around? Like that should answer all your questions and concerns you have about Drummond. Like that tells you everything you gotta know about him. on Earthland did I get traded? Because nobody wanted him. I've been on a Holmes fan since he got to the Kings. He brought the energy to the Kings, trust me. Once I go to the Dallas game, I'm going to scream, put in Holmes. Yeah, I mean, nobody wants Alex. But I still think he's a much better option defensively than, than Matu, bro. Like, and he showed it tonight. He had that big time block um, in the fourth quarter, I believe it was. All he did was just stand tall. Like, at least he didn't get destroyed defensively. And I think that's a win. Like, that's what you gotta roll with for six to 12 minutes a night, unfortunately. Zubats the free agent this off season. Yeah, but you're not about to sign Zubats to be a backup though. I mean, you're not gonna play Zubats and and Sabonis together, because neither can shoot well enough to, to space out the floor and play the way the Kings play. You know? All right, let's, let's see. Uh, Let's, let's let's see these. uh, Let's see these. uh, Let's break down the film real fast, Jesus. Box score, okay. Let's check out how Rudy Gobert got his buckets, right? This is off a free throw, okay? Slow-mo. At the free throw line. I mean, ah, I just, I can't bro. I can't y'all, that is just ugly. How the hell does Keegan Murray and Sabonis allow this dude to grab the rebound? I mean, come on. This is just lack of hunger, lack of wanting it more. I mean, come on, bro. This is how you set the tone. Like he got pushed around like like that can't happen, man. Damn. That is terrible. That is terrible. Yeah, that's the same thing. Alright, let's let's go back from the beginning. You get a high high hammer screen up here from Rudy. He rolls to the rim. Is that Mike? Yeah. Damn. Just a breakdown. Like, how is slow mo? Like, first of all, this is the shit I'm talking about. Okay. Why are you closing out so hard on slow mo, Harrison? The little things. Now you lose containment on him, right? Now he's ahead of you. He 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 has you on his hip, and now Sabonis is forced to step up because he's got to stop the ball. And guess what? Easy. Oh my God, bro, this is. Oh, that's disgusting. Come on, man. Come on, y'all. He's got to be better about this. He just got to be better. swing 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 once again easy and it looked like they were look like they were in zone right here 2 3 zone um bad overplay by Keegan like you don't have to come up here that's that's Fox's job to get all the way over here cuz now it's an easy pass to the middle you, you break the zone here, easy. Everybody's out of position at this point. You step up, lock communication, no rotations, easy dunk. I mean, this is this is bad. This is bad defense. Is. Oh yeah, that's that block. Here we go. That's probably the first play I've seen him do that in a long time. It's not the prettiest, but he made this out, so you got to give him credit. Um, I'm going to take that all day long. I'm going to take that all day long. Again, easy entry pass. Great block by Fox. In rotation. It's just too deep, bro. Like, see where the breakdown was, guys. Okay, you get a pick and roll here. Where's Rudy? Rudy's up here. Mike is, does a good job of breaking down the defense, kicking it out, driving kick, right? Much better close out by HB here. Stays down on his feet. Bullet pass back out. And at this point, if if you see what happened here, keep, keep an eye on Rudy Gobert and how he gets positioned here. He's too deep, right? the whole point the whole purpose was to swing the ball to allow him to get the ball but at the same time let me see how many seconds that was okay you're in the paint that's one okay one one thousand two one thousand three one thousand
2: that's
3: close Mm, that's close you're not like you're not gonna cut three seconds on that but yeah i think at the arena it felt like more 'Cause you know, you're, you're trying to get the three second call. But that's not three seconds. That's 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 bang bang. So the kings has gotta be better, man. That, it, this this sucks. Like this sucks to watch. Classic Harrison. King needs to be more aggressive. Yep. You need OG badly. A lot of teams do. We hope to meet you on April fifth in Dallas. I always followed you and agreed with you when others didn't. Like calm situation, like I said, it will be behind the Kings' bench. I don't know if I can meet you before or after the game. Oh, you're you're gonna be in Dallas? I'm not. I'm not traveling to the game in Dallas. I, I don't even know what, where that game is at. Let me see. April fifth. It's at Dallas. I'm not. I'm not gonna be at Dallas, brother. My birthday is April eighth. I got to get things ready for my birthday, which is a Saturday um, leading up to it. But yeah, uh, have fun at the game, man. Represent Kings Nation. I hope they get the win for sure, though. Appreciate you, Joel. But yeah, man, that's going to do it, y'all. Broke down some of the film there. What a night not what you wanted you woke up again you thank god that allows you to open your eyes and you're like man let's get a w let's light the beam tonight it didn't happen you're gonna clinch it probably on wednesday but oh, man that sucks the night was tough there's no way around it we can't sugarcoat it you should have won the game the t were just better than them let's be honest Minnesota deserved to win this game. They fought hard and they went out and they won the game. Kings didn't lose this game. Minnesota won this game, fair and square. They were better, more aggressive, better adjustments, the half. But yeah, man, I appreciate you guys on behalf of the entire CK family. I thank Natici for always believing in the Cowboy Kingdom platforms. It's like to be on a different night, y'all. Thank you guys. See you guys very, very soon. Peace.